is made flesh in you. When healing comes, isn't that something? The Word was made flesh in Mary. And the Word can be made flesh in you when you believe it in faith. Like healing and, and all the other things. That's huge. That's revelation knowledge. So all hail King Jesus. All hail Emmanuel. And I think, oh God, you're with me. I know Randy Greer used to say God is with us. He's in us and he's for us. He says that all the time. <laughs> and let's see, then it, then it said, it said something. Oh, oh, yeah, he's the king of all the kings. What kings? Us. Yeah, not the kings on the earth that are sitting on a throne. We're the kings, but he's the king of us little kings. And who are the lords? We're the lords, too. When we use the word, we're supposed to take over. Yes. We're supposed to be taking charge. So all that, see that? And when you, when you know that stuff and you sing it, yeah. it's coming out of here and not just blah, 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 blah. You don't sing it. Come you know on. what I mean? Come on. It's true. Yeah. Because you could just sing something. You don't even remember what you sung because right. it was by heart. Right. Yes. And that's the same thing with the word. Amen. Amen. Well, you could be seated. <laughs> um, I, I didn't really prepare anything for... Uh, I guess you know what I think we're going to take the tithes and offerings at the end <laughs> okay so what I wanted to so we're going to just take them at the end <laughs> I don't know you guys can get back up there and sing if you, later but okay so I, the Lord had me pulling out words that we have gotten today um uh, not today, but in the past, way in the past. And then uh, Erica had, that was great of her, she typed up this, the what, the tongues and interpretation on Sunday. So she's got copies there. That was nice of her. Um, but it, I get, this is what it said, I wasn't even sure what it said. Go forth, go forth in my power and in my name for your submission to me, for your glory to me, for your love for me, go forth and do those works which I created for you to do. She has me there, but that's okay. It means you. You do them. Do those works. Go, go, go. All of you go. For you have been trained and you have been following me, the Lord. <clears throat> I will walk with you and those greater works I said in my word you shall do. Because you've given yourself over to me, now, I want to tell you something. You ain't going to do those greater works if you're not going to give yourself over to the Lord. I don't care. You can be a Christian, but if you aren't wholeheartedly into it, it won't be there. I just want to emphasize when stuff is said, you got to know the impact behind it. There's more to it than meets the eye. It's just not words. Because you gave yourself over to me, go, go, go with you, and I, did I not say, I'll follow you? And that's right in the Great Commission. <clears throat> when you speak my word, signs and wonders will follow. So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Walk in boldness. So I've been giving you and walk in the boldness I've been giving you and stay full in my word. Full, full, stay full and worship me. Because you know what? The boldness will not be there unless you're full either. 
what makes you ever feel that strong anointing and you're just your hands are buzzing you're and you're going that's when boldness comes and you'll see what greater works you will do <clears throat> okay i just want to tell you way back in 1991 <laughs> and and we went to a baptismal service um, out in Leanne's dad's place and this was given to us and it was by a lady who uh, lived in Florida and she was in the her husband was in um, some foreign country he was in the service but she she said I say unto you my people this day you have made my heart glad I have heard your praises and I am in your midst. It is this day that you will go forth with a resounding shout. 1991, September 22nd. Yep, you are my people and I am your God. And nothing shall be impossible to you because you believe. I have a plan for you that no man will put under and that plan was this church. Keep your hearts pure before me and listen to my voice. Stay in constant fellowship with me as I can only reveal my plan to those who are walking close to my heart and listening for my voice and for my leading. I love you, my children, and I am well pleased in your praises and your gathering together in my mind, in my name. Oftentimes you have not understood what I've been doing, but many times my plan does not unfold until the appointed time, and because it is best that you do not know. Trust that I have everything in my hands and all is under control. Continue on in me and my word. I love you, my children. That 1991. <laughs> you know, and then in, yeah, in 95, Gary DeVoe said this, but there was a lot of persecution for the woman thing I mean, there were literally people coming from a man from Hormel's and he, he walked into our service with another guy and all of a sudden they tried to take over. I'm not kidding you. They tried to take me over. And they said, they sat and said, Ken, you're supposed to be the pastor. You're a man. That's a woman. A woman isn't supposed to be. In a, and then, you know, he took over. We were singing with the CDs. And, this, and he had a good voice. I thought, wow, I wish he would join our church. <laughs> he and he had a good voice. And he came up there and sang. And I really didn't mind that. But then it was a, it was a takeover. It happened another time in a healing line. <laughs> and somebody even went, because I, I was praying for their girlfriend, they even stood behind her and they were ready to punch me. <laughs> I didn't care. You know what? See, that's when the boldness comes in you because the anointing, and I'd laid hands on her. And I didn't care. It was so strong. <laughs> you have no idea. But, so Gary DeVoe was from Faith Christian Fellowship, and he was an excellent teacher. He passed on to heaven, though. But this was April 30th, and he said, you are at a point and at a place where you are going on to the next level. That's why there has been so much of a turmoil and confusion. When you're going from plateau to plateau, there are always comes a great effort to keep you from moving up by the devil. That's what you are in the process of doing now. You're moving up. So when the and so this is good for now, all of you. When the pressure comes, recognize it for what it is. It's not a matter of disobedience because I kept thinking, Lord, am I doing something wrong? 
Actually, it's a matter of you being obedient. Yeah. And so the pressure has come. The devil is trying to get you to back off of some things, some confessions, some visions, what you have in your heart, and some plans and goals that you made for the kingdom of God. And so you are getting to move to the next phase. You know, I didn't realize he said that. Now I understand phases and, and rooms. I didn't even know what he was talking about. <laughs> that 1995. Okay, that next step, that next level as a church, as ministers and as pastors, immediately he's going to come to put pressure on you. So you need to recognize that it is him and he's a loser. He's a failure and you're not. God isn't, the church isn't. And so when the pressure comes, just remember it, that I'm going to the next step. Nothing is going to come, nothing is going to keep me from the next level. We're going to do it together, you and your husband. God and this church are going to do it together. God recognizes the call of God on you. FCF recognizes the call of God on you. We recognize the call of God in you. Your husband recognizes the call of God in you. Now listen to this. And I say that those that don't recognize the call on, on, call on you, you can tell them to take a long walk on a short pier. <laughs> it's their loss. <laughs> I knew, and I found that. I, I always remember. <laughs> Gary was... <laughs> And I'm sure the Lord said it. <laughs> I can imagine him on this plank in a boat, like, <laughs> and he had a jump <laughs> anywhere, anywhere. Then on October 30th, 1997, the gold brick prophecy came, <clears throat> and and that just just remember that other ministries have full seats. You know, I'll just basically what they said. Other ministries are going to have full seats, but, but there's going to be like, like people who are hungry for the Lord that are left. And when the storm comes, there will be very few left. See? You shall keep those I chose, for they will not be shaken. They have substance in their hearts that weather well. So, you know what? It's like Gideon. And they, they, he, they reduced it from 20,000 yeah. soldiers to 300. Yeah. So, um, you know, that, that was that whole thing. And how about the 12 apostles? <laughs> They're the ones that are still going on. Yeah. And I, I just wanted to be reminded of all this. Uh, here's another one from 7-12-12. Many are the afflictions, it's this way, <laughs> uh, of the righteous, but... I, I, the Lord your God, surround you with my angels and my blood because of my love. Have no fear, but go forth with my power. My power is in my word and my love. Watch your words and make certain they live up to my word. Yikes, I need to read that a lot. <laughs> Watch your words and make certain they live up to my word. My words are life and peace and joy. They comfort you and bring you hope, your hopes higher and higher and higher. I am the great I am. Pay no attention to the darkness of the world at this time, for it brings fear and despair. But my righteous ones walk in the light. You are my light bearers, for I have clothed you with my armor of light. I need you to penetrate the darkness with my light for those I've died for. 
Yield to me and you shall see what great things I do through you, in you, and for you. And actually, I got that at home wow. <laughs> one time. And I, I, I just finding this stuff. Okay, then in 19... No, 2007. Now, Mike, he's gave other ones before that because he said, you're going to, we were in the old church, and he said, oh, you're going to get a piece of property or a building. I'm not what you're either going to build or you're going to get a piece of property. And the Lord is saving it back to you because there are many who want it. I can't find that one, though. If anybody has that. I think you said enough. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But it's just good to read it. Yeah. And then I found out a lot much later there was more than like four people that wanted this building. They even offered more for it. <laughs> okay, now from my spirit, now this is it, but this was in the old church. Well, wait a minute. No, we just got in this building. From my spirit, says the Lord, is ready from my spirit, says the Lord, is ready, willing, and able to meet you tonight at your point of expectation. See, these are all good for you right now. And your point of anticipation. Your faith will unlock doors for you, doors of opportunity, doors of utterance where I can speak through you. There are so many souls that don't know what you know and need the saving grace of my power. And I've placed you and I positioned you in this facility for this time and for this hour by my grace and through my power. You can touch this city and touch this state and touch this world. So understand all these tools I have put at your disposal are here for you to use. Do not allow the enemy to distract you with much serving though. Do not make the Martha mistake. Understand what Mary understood. The day she sat at my feet and heard my word, and you do the same. And let the Spirit take you, and together we will walk upon the high places and commune with me, the Lord your God, in places you've never been and be available to me. Understand the work of your ministry is vital and important, and no one can be where you are except you. You are my ambassadors, so represent me accurately without apology to the world around you. Don't be, like, ashamed. And I will fill this building with people who are tonight praying and hungry for the things of the Lord, their God. They don't know and they don't have answers, but you do. You are the answers for their prayers. They will come, families will come, and professionals will come, and sinners will come, and they will fill these pews to understand why I sent you and placed you in this building and in this place. There will be no unoccupied rooms. There will be no wasted space in this place. You will see and understand by my power things will be as they were always intended to be and my will will be done through you. So make up your mind to be a player, not a spectator, not a critic, but a participant, not someone who can stand by and watch but someone who engages the enemy and puts for themselves opportunities that I can respond to as you place yourself by the Spirit and on the front lines of evangelism with weapons in hand to push back the forces of darkness in this area. You represent me wherever you go. This is your job. This is your responsibility. And by my Spirit, 
I can enable you and empower you. And I am prepared to anoint you and don't expect defeat. Be strong and do what I'm asking you to do. <laughs> okay, so then somebody gave this. This was in 2009. The pillar of fire, which is the very presence of the Lord your God stands in your midst. And the prayers lifted up by the faithful here have been heard. And ours is sweet incense. Know then that the Lord your God now and in troubled times to come has extended his mighty right hand and will uphold you, defend you and draw you through until the day you come home to see as you are seen and known as you are known. So it will be done unto you by the pillar of fire and the righteous blood of Christ, the Lion of Judah, the Holy One of Israel, the Great I Am, the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. Amen. Well, see, and then he told me I was going to run like the prophets of old, I must, where they girded up their loins and outran chariots and outran horses. And that was Jezebel. Elijah outran her on a horse. <laughs> Jezebel. And people will marvel at what I do through you at your age and the things I use you to do, and they will be amazed. And your youth will be restored to you in ways you never thought could be restored. My power will turn back the clock in many respects, and in many ways you will feel 20 and 30 years younger. And the anointing will make that so to do the work that has to be done. For there are many who refused my call but you, and will not yield to my spirit, but you have done both. You answered the call and yielded to my spirit, and therefore my anointing that I placed in these hands will begin to burn like fire. And you will know it when it's there to manifest, and when it does... You put your hands on the people that need to know what you know. Don't apologize or explain, do it. And they will know by the power their transfers from these hands to their bodies that you are a woman of God and a person who knows what she's talking about. <laughs> and it will not be your message as much as your power. <laughs> okay. Well, one time then when I went to Marietta, there was a, a Spanish speaker there. And uh, he, he prayed for all the ministers, and actually he never said anything but to me. And as he went by me, he just went full of power, and that's all he went. That's all he said. I, I'll never forget that. Yeah, and that ha yeah, that's right, that happened to you. Okay, but see, these are just things. And see, I can't go bogus, and I know there's more, but we've lost them. They're in, they're in the tapes. Tapes, <laughs> mind you. We have all the tapes and all the CDs. Okay, this place is rising, 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 and you get to see the fruits of it, Pastor. You get to see the fruits of it. It's not after you are dead and done and gone, because I asked God that. He didn't know I asked God. I asked, God, am I going to be gone <laughs> when this place gets, you know what I mean, going? <laughs> um, it is in your presence. I respect. Hallelujah, you receive it and say it so. Glory to God. Anyway, uh, it's rising. That's what I heard. Rising, 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 and it'll all come to pass. So, you know, I mean, there, there's even more stuff, um, a few more, but I don't know why the Lord told me to, to actually give that. Um, oh, that's right. Mark Barclay said that. Soon that people, many people would come to us because he picked us out. Uh, yeah, you were there? You were, oh, they would pick us out and they would start calling us grandma and grandpa and mom and dad because we, of what we would tell them of wisdom. Yeah. So, amen. 
Now, I also, in view of what all this is saying, everybody, now this is a simple sheet of who you are in Christ. But honest to God, everybody in this church needs to say this every day. The only way you're going to get through this darkness is, is by knowing who you are in Christ and getting a totally, completely renewed mind and not thoughts of junk that's happening. So, because um, we want to think. Sure, I know. Marilago was, you know what I mean, all that stuff. But see, we, the more the darkness comes, the lighter you're going to get. All right, so this morning, yeah, yeah. I was reminded that, um, that this was a year by, I mean, different, different people and different prophets say what the year that the Lord told them the year should be. And actually, okay, now I also want to tell you this. Nancy Dufresne is not just a pastor. She is also a prophet. Yes. And she's been proclaimed that way back. She just shuts up about it. But she, you can tell by what she's saying now. It comes out different, but see, there's different kinds of prophets. There's prophets who are predicting what, but there's, there's all kinds of different ones. Okay, so, okay, this morning, I, I don't know, I got up and I was like, yeah. So this is what, I mean, okay. <laughs> How many want greater glory? Yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> our use before, some of you came, we used to say from glory to glory, and it was real tiny, and it got bigger, glory to glory, glory to glory, glory to glory, until it was glory on the top. Somehow, we're going to get some of that better. We're going to decorate. We need to get a designer almost, or somebody. Okay, so, so this, I mean, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I'm going to say this as a prayer. It said, he said to me, come up in every way to a life of heaven on earth. And she said, heaven on earth. And you know why she, that, I know now why she said that. Because of the, <laughs> the hell on earth that's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you come up to heaven on earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ephesians 3.1 says that, that we are blessed with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places. And I keep saying this over and over. There's another translation that says we can enjoy what heaven, everything that heaven already enjoys is ours now because we are in Christ. Okay, so we know, Lord, the only way to come up is to go to a high way. We've been called gold bricks. Gold bricks is heated several times, right? Yep. And impurities are removed each time until there is pure gold. Isn't that right? That's how they do it? Anybody know? Where's John? Oh. Oh, he's back there. Okay, I thought maybe he'd... Okay. So we come up in our thinking, so our words are full of the wisdom of you, Lord. We have to come up, and it has to be our thinkers. What are you thinking about? Not perverted thinking, 
to the negativity of the ways of the world. And let me tell you, you know why I know that? Because I fight it all the time. All of a sudden, you'll start thinking about situations or people or something or your kids or money or whatever it is so that we come up to a higher standard. So point us the right way so that we move with you, Lord, to spread your message that God has offered us heaven on earth. We forget about ourselves and we reach out to a hurting world and that's how to do it. And spread your message. We want to change, Lord, to be like you as you have offered that to us, heaven on earth. We take it, we come up, we think, we believe, we speak, and we do, so that greater glory can be moved into. Now, I highly recommend, because see, we, are, we did that answer book, and then we did it again, and we are nowhere in it. We got to do this. The second you check your thoughts and you have a negative thought, just like Jesus did, that's the enemy. And because I said some time ago, your thoughts come from either God or the enemy. And you have got to know this word of God so you can say, no, wait a minute. And see, sometimes you won't catch yourself. All of a sudden you go, what am I thinking about? And go, that's not, ugh, that's not good. And you've got to answer it. You've got to know the word of God to answer it. Devil, that isn't true. See, and immediately you start worshiping God. You start saying something else. That's how to get out of depression and oppression. And I'm telling you that Pastor Dufresne, Nancy, had went through hell and back because she said that that went she she did that all the time it happened to her happened to her happened to her but she said she did not know the steps to take see and that's always been me too you know you can know the word but you don't know exactly how to overcome some situations and so over the years god showed her answer it like jesus did it is written but see, do you know enough of it is written to answer it? That's why the word is so important. See, I actually, then I started writing all this. I was like, my gosh, where's this? Okay, the Lord said we are to be Gold Bricks Church. So throughout the life, see, tests will come from the devil, Right? Okay, now let me tell you this, and I've, I've known this about myself all the time. If you don't overcome that test, the same test will come over and over and over until you beat the devil with it. And she said, now, and her husband had even said this, that every 10 years you'll get tested. So she expected that. And she says for 40 years, every 10 years she would go and it would take her like seven months to a year to get out of it. And she would fight and fight and fight. And, and she says, now the same test will come up. I get rid of it in 30 seconds. She actually said that. 
that answer it book, but you have got to have revelation knowledge of what you, what it says in there. Because I, it, we did, it was like we were down here when we were reading it. I'm, it, revelation knowledge of the word. See, because those, you don't want to take those tests over and over and over because you stay at this level of glory. And maybe you went up a little bit. And see, the way to check that, though, is do you know more now than you did a year ago? Yeah, so, so that's good, though. See, that's good. So that's one of the ways. See, some of that takes months to conquer. And it may take a few minutes now. See, that's how we've got to the right thinking and casting down wrong thinking. And see, next we answer the devil out loud, though. You've got to be out loud. He cannot read thoughts. And you tell him the word of God and what God has said about you. I am the righteousness of God. I am sealed by the blood of Jesus. I am. <laughs> more than a conqueror. I am victorious in every situation. I don't care what I've done wrong. I can repent. I can, you know, his, his book has the answers in it. And we're, we're supposed to be living heaven on earth. And you know what? I want to experience that. And maybe a few times you have, I, you know, no sorrow, which turns into mental torment, right? It turns into harassment because of our thoughts. Because I've tried it and it works. That's all I can say to you. I go, wait a minute. I don't care what was said. I don't care if I just got off the phone with one of my kids or something and they said that. And, then, and I'll go, I don't care. No, the word of God says, blah, 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 blah. As for me and my household, we're saved. We're going to serve the Lord. My children are disciples of the Lord, taught of the Lord. Devil, you can't have them. I got a covenant with God, and they belong in that covenant also. And you're going to do something about it. Do so you see what I mean? And you start praising, praise God, joy, joy, joy. You might go, joy, 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 joy. <laughs> It works, it works, it works. See, now this is another, in Proverbs 1, and I'm not going to read it, I have it done, we would be here forever. But in Proverbs 1 and in Proverbs 2, and it said, read my word, get into my word, it gives you wisdom, my wisdom. And see, the person who searches for treasures in this word the person who goes to search for treasure, you even play games with treasure. You know what I mean? You're going to find it. It's gold. And that's what makes you a gold brick. You look, you look into the word of God for treasures. See, and the Holy Spirit is in us, and he's going to help to direct us. When you start doing that, he shows you, and you start to understand what God is saying. So you do it when the rubber meets the road. My, you know what I mean? When it happens. You recognize it and you do it. And the, whole, the Holy Spirit, you know, there's a scripture that even says the Holy Spirit will bring to your remembrance the things that you need to remember from the word and what his word says to do. There's a scripture in John 
John is a great, but, and that's why we say the Ephesians prayer with all my heart. I've been saying it since I've been a Christian for 40 years. I, God, I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, would, I, I ask him, open up the eyes of my understanding. I mean it, Lord. I mean, that's how I say it sometimes. I'm very sincere. God, <laughs> open up. I want revelation knowledge. I want, because revelation knowledge is what makes you free. Yes. Yes. See, we, it says, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. How many people are really free? <laughs> yep. Yeah, we're free in the spirit, but are we living the heaven on earth free? Not most of us, no. You know what I mean? But we can, we can. And when the adversary attacks, we have the skill and the knowledge, and we begin to see answers quickly. So, so we, we, you know why? So we can live a transformed life of heaven on earth. And not like the majority of people are living on the earth. And not like the majority of Christians are living. They're not living in heaven on earth. No, that doesn't mean that stuff isn't going to come. It's going to come. Yeah, but, but you're going to get over it. Yeah, many are the afflictions of the righteous. I don't care how bad it looks. I don't care if, like, the grass is burned in so many places this year. You see that. I don't care what that looks like. No, I mean, I don't care about the grass, but I'm saying your, your situation may look burned. It may look impossible. And, you know, who it is, with your, whatever it is, money, family, who cares? Body. Ha! Huh. You think me? I'll tell you everything I've been diagnosed with in the last few weeks. Ha! Huh. I don't care. It's awful. <laughs> That's why I asked, am I going to be dead and gone? Yeah. Yeah, whose report? See, you've yeah. got to fight that stuff. You take care of yourself, but you've got to fight it. And I'm going to be happy. I'm not going to go. Okay. So there, there should be a distinction by the way we solve our trials and the way the world does or like everyone else does. A lot of Christians thought the same old thing. See, and that always bugged me because I wanted more. I didn't want to go, oh, yeah, I became a Christian. I'm just acting like I always did. You know, oh, go, to the, go to the bank for the money. Go to here for that solve. Go to this for that solving. You know, and it's fine. And like even medical things are good that we can temporarily do until we can get enough faith for our total, complete healing. The sun has set us free, and we've got to act free. But it takes the revelation knowledge of the world, of the word of God to, to live this out. And, and sometimes, you know, we really don't use it till something happens, till the opposition or the problem shows up. In between that, you've got to keep knowing every day, every day, in the good days. Who am I in Christ? Because when that comes, you go, like, like you're a Goliath. Like, I, okay, I showed in Bible study. One time there was a van from New York, and it was real crummy looking. And I, you, some of you guys saw me. And I was teaching school. I was teaching that home school. And I had been, they were letting me have a half an hour for lunch and even go away. That was something new. And I, I came back early and I saw that van there. 
Later, I found out there were reports in town that they were looking at the playgrounds and watching kids. Probably sex trafficking already. That was way back. Yeah. And I don't know what came over me. I the God, Lord came over me. And I went, I probably shouldn't have these shoes on. All of a sudden, I went, what is, those guys are, they're watching the kids on the playground. And I went, just like this, I start going, you, you get out of here right now. And there were guys and like this. And I says, out. And they went, oh, okay, man, we're going, we're going, we're going. They got scared of me. And I was like, I felt like I was like 10 feet tall. <laughs> and they got scared of me. I even said at the Bible study, I was thinner then than I am. <laughs> so, but see, see, God will come over you when you want to protect somebody. And I'm not going to tell the other story, but the, the gift of faith worked too once. And somebody's leg was here. I probably even told that one. Okay, but see, okay, you can't just download revelation skill. And you got to be skilled. See, that's what I'm seeing too. There's a skill in a healing line. There's a skill and there's, there's an order to it. That's why people messing around out here or kids laughing, or people talking, or people on their cell phones playing a game because there's a healing line, will stop the healing. Yeah, see, we have got, God has got to get real. And you cannot just take this and say, well, I'm a Christian, so I have revelation knowledge skills. No, you don't. You got to get skilled at it. And sometimes it takes years, but you've got to get into the word. And you've got to the most important thing is knowing who you are in Christ. You're a big deal in Christ. Okay. Okay, you can't download it. Revelation knowledge verbally. Okay, you can't just download revelation skill and revelation knowledge verbally by memorizing the word of God. It's got to have meaning. However, the first part of it might be to yeah. memorize it yeah. so that you know what you're talking about. After you said, open up the eyes of my understanding yeah. for 40 years, <laughs> and you start to understand what he's talking about. I started to notice that the resurrection power of God is actually in us. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know if I have it yet. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I've got it, but I've but the the... The, the power for that to work in my own body has got to come to pass. But it doesn't, but it's not just because you can memorize it. You have to meditate on it. See, and my revelation knowledge will not work for you unless it's your revelation. But it can help when you listen to preachers and they get something like, what was it that I got from Bill Winston once? It was like, oh, oh, I know. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. And I didn't really know what that meant. And I said this Sunday, it's that he will repay you back. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, I will repay. It sounds like we're repaying. He's going to repay our enemies, but that's not it. He's going to repay you for all the trouble it the devil caused you. 
But see, you get it by coming to church, by coming to Bible studies, by, a, by meditation, and by a want to. By reading the Bible and meditating, by reading books that we suggest. <laughs> you know what? See, this, I'm going to say it again. This was, pro, this was proclaimed to be a year of heaven on earth. And it was because God knew the turmoil that would erupt on the earth this year. So he has given us an answer so that we can be overcomers. We can be more than conquerors. No matter what is happening or predicted. Don't let fear get you. But we have got to be shining, flashing billboards as ambassadors for him to help others. What are we here for? Just ourselves so we can play our own fun. Oh, let's do this and let's do that. This thing is I've had to give up a lot in my life, but you know what? It's all worth it. It's so worth it. See, I even put, I love you. <laughs> and I want you to go to a, I want to go there too, with a higher degree of glory, from glory to glory, and be a light to the dark world. Okay, then all of a sudden God gave me this morning Isaiah 60. Let's go there. Isaiah 60. Let's see, did I say? Sometimes... But because it's happening right now. Isaiah 60 is happening right now. What did I put? Okay. Um, I think we're going to read it out of King James. And it says, Arise! Shine! For your light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. Ha, has it not covered the earth? And gross, gross darkness. The people. Ooh, the people are deceived. Some people are so deceived. But the Lord, they're actually demons talking through them. Some of the politicians, they don't even know anymore. But the Lord shall arise upon you and his glory shall be seen upon you. And the Gentiles, Gentiles are people who are not Christians yet, shall come to your light. See, people can tell when you have light. They may even smile at you in Walmart. <laughs> And kings will come to the brightness of your rising. Lift up your eyes round about and see. And all they gather themselves together. They come to thee. Thy sons shall come. From, now, your sons and daughters. Your sons shall come from afar and your daughters shall be nursed at thy side. Then thou shalt see and flow together. Let me see something there. Yeah, now, well, yeah, okay, it goes back and forth. Um, let me read it out of the Amplified, Amplified, verse 4. 
Lift up your eyes round about you and see. They all gather themselves together. They come to you. Your sons shall come from afar and your daughters shall be carried and nursed in the arms. And then you shall see and be radiant. In other words, you're going to sparkle and be happy. And your heart shall thrill and tremble with joy at the glorious deliverance and be enlarged because the abundant wealth now it says of the Dead Sea. No, that's wrong right there. Because they're talking to the Jewish people. That's, no, wealth shall be turned to you on, shall be turned to you unto you shall the nations come with their treasures. Many times nations in the Old Testament means heathen. The heathen are going to come to you with their treasures. The Egyptians, I mean, the Egyptians gave all the Israelites when they left Egypt, go all their, their treasures. They were, oh, they were full of light. See? And somebody says, a multitude once of Lamborghinis shall be in your driveway. <laughs> and, and money shall cover you. And, in fact, I think it was Richard Roberts. <laughs> And they shall come bringing gold and frankincense and proclaiming the praises of the, of the Lord. Um, uh, all the flocks. In other words, you're going to have, it all means prosperity. Let's put it that. The, the flocks and the rams and, uh, and okay, uh, let's see. The camels. Yeah, but wait a minute. Verse 8, okay, who are these, I'm going to the King James, who are these that fly as a cloud and as the doves to their windows? Surely the isles shall wait for me and the ships of Tarshish, they were filled, the, the ships of Tarshish were always filled with a lot of, of prosperity, a lot of gold and silver and, and all kinds of um, yeah, even apes and peacocks and yeah, salt goods, all kinds of goods, uh, uh, teas. Uh, um, I was trying to think though, also uh, perfumes and real like gold frankincense and all that smells. Okay, <clears throat> they will bring thy sons from far, their silver and their gold with them unto the name of the Lord thy God and to the Holy One of Israel because he has glorified you. They're going to come into the church, you see? Because you have glorified the Lord. And the sons of strangers shall build up your walls and their king shall minister to you. For in my wrath, well, I have some of this. Okay, your gates will be opened continually. They will not, our doors have to be open continually. So everybody's going to have to take turns. <laughs> For they shall not be shut day or night. That men may bring unto thee, now I'm going to turn to the Amplified, the wealth of the nations and their kings led in procession. Okay, for the nation and the kingdom that will not serve you in that day shall perish. People shall perish. All the ungodly people are going to perish if they don't. God gives them a chance. I want to tell you something. 
The reason it's getting so bad out there is because God is so merciful. He is waiting and waiting and waiting and giving them a chance to repent and change, just like he did the people in Noah's day. And so the last days shall be as the days of Noah. And the sons, okay, um, I will make the place of my feet glorious, the church. The sons of those who afflicted you in the past, they'll come bending low and they'll, they'll repent. Now I'm just going to kind of go over this. Whereas you have been forsaken and hated that no man passed through you, I will make you an eternal glory, a joy from age to age. Now you take this with Jerusalem, but what, what it means though is it's going to happen in these last days. They're going to come running. What have you got? See, are you prepared for this? <clears throat> you shall suck the milk, milk of the Gentiles. A baby gets all its nourishment from its mother. And we can suck the, the, the milk of kings and of people who are rich because God will bring it to us because we use it to preach the gospel. That's why you need to be prosperous. Instead of bronze, I'm verse 17, I will, I'll bring you gold. Instead of iron, I'll bring you silver. Instead of wood, bronze. Instead of stones, iron. Instead of the tyranny of the present, I will appoint peace as your officers and righteousness as your taskmasters. And you are righteous just by virtue of being born again. Violence shall no, be, no more be heard in your land nor devastation or destruction within your borders. And you shall call, and I've often used this in prayer, I call these walls salvation, and I call the gates and the doors praise. <clears throat> the sun shall no more be your light by day, nor brightness shall the moon give light to you for the Lord. He is going to be so bright in you that you'll be an everlasting light. And, the, and your God, your glory, and your beauty. <laughs> What does it say in is it, uh, 2 Corinthians 3.18? Yeah. The more you get into the word, the more you look like God. Yeah. Someday you look in the mirror and you go, uh -huh. oh, uh, well, that looks like the pictures I've seen painted of, of God. <laughs> your sun shall no more go down, nor shall your moon withdraw. Of course, this means that the city of, of uh, Jerusalem that's elevated up. But it is the church right now. It's Zion. It's that same thing. Zion is the church on the earth. Not the denominations, but those who are born again in that denomination or wherever. The Lord shall be an everlasting light. And the days of your mourning of crying and upset shall be over. Your people also shall be righteous. They shall possess the land and the branch of my planting, and the least one shall become a thousand, and the small one a strong nation. I, the Lord, will hasten in its appointed time. Now, why does, notice, right after that it says, okay, and this is you. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon you because you're born again. And he has appointed you to preach the gospel of good tidings to the poor. So they won't be poor anymore. <laughs> See, this is, what's the other place this is in? This is in Luke 
It's in Luke 4. Yeah. He came out of the desert. He went into the, the temple. He went, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, the opening of the eyes of them that are blind, but not just physically and spiritually blind. To uh, preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Now here it says to proclaim liberty to the physical and spiritual captives. The opening of the prison and of the eyes of those who are bound. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. That's the year of Jubilee. Debts were canceled in the year of Jubilee. In the Old Testament. Debts were canceled. But guess what? We're living in the year of Jubilee. The year of Jubilee came when Jesus died on the cross and ascended up to heaven. You're living in it. Your debts should be canceled. <laughs> Slaves were made free. We were in slavery to the devil, and we should be free, right? And uh, land was returned. In other words, you... you the spiritual land, the physical land, the, the healing land, the land of your family. It's all returned to you because we're living in it because you're born again. And see, the day of, of okay, he, he came to, to uh, comfort all that mourn, to appoint them that mourn in Zion. That's usually intercessors. To give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning. Okay, when you get depressed, it's telling you what to do right there. I got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Where? Oh, in my heart. Down in my heart. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Down in my heart to stay. Now listen to And if the day, yeah, I'm so, uh, I am so happy, so very, very happy. Uh, wait a minute. And if the devil doesn't like it, he can sit on a tag. Ouch! <laughs> we used to do that with the kids. That's I could wait for that part. Okay. See. And now this verse in verse four of Isaiah sixty-one. This is in our vision. It's in our vision, and we shall build the old waste places. We'll raise up the former desolations. Repair the waste cities and the desolations of many generations by getting born again. And God gave me that right off the bat. They said, okay, you're a baby Christian. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Give me what vision you have for this church. And I was shocked at what I put. I knew it wasn't me. I knew it was the Lord. See, strangers will come and, oh, oh, hey, let, let me plant your crops. Let me help you. And you shall be named the priests of the Lord. And men shall call you ministers of God. And you're going to eat the riches of the Gentiles. And in their glory, <laughs> you shall boast yourself. And for your shame from the past, you will have double. And for confusion, you'll rejoice in your portion. And you'll possess the devil. Double. I said devil. Sound like devil. You will possess double. And everlasting joy shall be to you. 
See, it, it, you know what? Your seed, your children shall be known among the Gentiles because they're going to help you preach. And you're going to be joyful and you're going to have salvation. And as the earth brings forth the bud in the garden, it just, you know, read this. Because this is what? Oh, go ahead, get Matthew 5. I had so much. I mean, I just was writing and writing and writing this morning. Got up right off the bat. I, oh my gosh, what's going on? <laughs> Five, 14. Nope, 514. <laughs> He's talking to you. You are the light of the world. You are the light of the world because he lives in you. Now, you've got to get that straight. You're light. And that's why sometimes people will smile at you at Walmart. I know it is. You are a city that is set on a hill that cannot be hid. <laughs> See, you can, you, can, you can sing this all you want in nursery school or in, in, in children's church, but do they know what it means? <laughs> you know what? You put in... Don't put it under a bushel. You don't hide your candlestick under the bed. You're supposed to be out there and saying, I'm a child of God. I'm a Goliath. And I don't care how big you are, you think you are, and how evil you are. Get, you want to get some of those kids and take them with you to New York and sex trafficking? You're not going to do it over my dead body. And they got scared of me. They got scared. After a while, I thought, what in the world? I got scared of myself. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we were praying for the strip joints and they left. <laughs> okay, so let, verse 16, let your light so shine. See, get in the word. Kids say, I am this in Christ. I am a big deal. And God wants to use me. I'm not a big deal of myself. And you don't get, because God starts using you and you get more humble. Because you just go, wow. <laughs> so let your light shine before men. So they can see your good works and glorify your father. You're glorifying your father up in heaven. Go to Matthew 11:30. Just that one, I think. 28 through 30. Uh, out of the Amplified. Come to me, God said. All you who labor and are heavy laden and overburdened, you might wake up that way. Right? And I will cause you to rest, though. Come to him and answer it. It is written, devil. <laughs> I'm a more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. <laughs> now, and I take the oil of joy for mourning, when I'm depressed. What does that mean? I start singing whether I feel like it or not. Uh, I woke up this morning, didn't have a doubt. I know the Lord would bring me out. <laughs> and it's, you know, victory, right? I will ease and relieve and refresh your soul if you do what I say. 
Take my yoke upon you because his yoke is easy. And learn of me. Learn of me. Get revelation knowledge. Make it real. Not religion. I was talking to somebody the other day and and I said, no, you know, see, all they weren't really Christian, but there I'm, I'm trying to witness to them off and on here. And, uh, and, they, and I said, you know, just come from your heart to the Lord. Yeah. And I said, they says, yeah, because people say all the religions are religion, but that's religious. I said, yeah, the Pharisees and the Sadducees were religious. It's take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I, he's gentle, he's meek, he's humble, lowly in heart. And you're going to find rest if you start singing and saying who you are in Christ and, and answering the devil. I am the big deal devil and you ain't. <laughs> and you'll have relief and ease and refreshment, even recreation and blessed quietness for your soul, your mind, will, and emotions. For my yoke is so easy. It's useful, good. It's not, it's not harsh. It's not hard. It's sharp or pressing. But you know what? If that comes to you, you know it isn't God. If it's hard, harsh, pressing, it's, it's uh, uh, sh sharp. But his yoke is comfortable. It's gracious and it's pleasant. And any kind of burden, it says burden, ooh, gonna sneeze, is light. <coughs> Thank you. Oh, don't waste them. I'm not gonna use that. Many. Well, I thought maybe you know. Yeah, I just can't stand wasting Kleenexes because <laughs> my mother never used to buy them. <laughs> anyway, okay. Now John one, I have all these scriptures all of a sudden, but. Okay, John 1, 1 through 5, quoted all the time. That's because we had the kids memorizing. In the beginning, this is King James, was the Word. What's the Word? It's your Bible. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. That was Jesus. Jesus is the Word, but the Word was God. They're one. <laughs> the same verse 2 was in the beginning with God all things were made by him by God and without him was not anything made that's made and him was life not depression not sickness not disease not strife or division or jealousy or envy or junk and not you know not enough, you know. Uh, and in him was life. And with, I have it so scribbled. And it was life. And the life was the light of men. The life of God inside of you brings light. You have, it illuminates. You go to Walmart. You go to the grocery store. You go to the wherever, to the garage to get your car fixed or whatever. You are light. Just remember that. Your life is the light of other men. And it's the light of God. And the light shines in the darkness. 
And the darkness just doesn't get it. <laughs> I, put, I put that it just doesn't get it. It comprehends it not. But I put it just doesn't get it. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, you've got to make it real to yourself. Now go to John 3, 16 and 17. See, but see, this is God. <laughs> John 3, 16. You all know what John 3, 16 is. But see, you blab it. Do you really know what it says? <laughs> For God so loved the world. It would be like, oh, Tony Prohaska so loved the world that he gave well, he has two sons, <laughs> but his, oh, let's see, I should say, Zach Mueller <laughs> so loved the world that he gave his only son, Xander, to die for the world. Could you do that? Just think what that was. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever, anybody, believes in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. And that life comes immediately the second you're born again. Eternal life comes to you. For God, now get this, God did not send his son into the world to condemn it. Ah, you people, you gotta do this and you gotta do that. And yes, we need to tell that sometimes or show, but not to the, sometimes that preaching is always condemnation, 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 and it's law. And that's not right. He did not come to condemn the world, but that the world through him could be saved. They could, the world could be rescued. They could be healed. They could be prosperous. They could be joyful. The world, just think, that's why he came. Okay, so that's um, the amplified, I did say, uh, let's verse 17. For God did not send the Son of God, Jesus, into the world in order to judge it, to reject it, to say, you know, <laughs> to condemn it. To pass a sentence on it. But that the world might find safety, healing, deliverance, prosperity, preservation, and soundness of mind. Salvation. And be made safe. The world would be made safe and sound through them. And always think what salvation means. Okay. Now go to verse 18 through 20. He who... Do I have no King James Version? <laughs> he that believes in him on him is not condemned. Who's him? Who believes in God? No, no. He that believes in God is not condemned. But he that will not now get this, because your relatives, we you got to get them born again. Yeah. If they don't believe, that's a, they are condemned already. Exactly. Because he has not believed in the name of his only begotten Son of God. 
Okay, uh, let me look here. Okay, through 20. And this is the condemnation that the light, now listen to what I'm saying, please. The light of God came into the world. And men like darkness better. Because their deeds are evil. See, if you're always talking about darkness, always talking about the bad things, always the, oh, this is bad, and that's bad, and this is bad, and this is negative, and that's that, yeah. Well, good. (laughs) Because it's evil deeds. Now, listen, verse 20, and everyone that does evil hates the light and neither comes to the light lest his deeds should be reproved. He'll never come to the light because he'll go, ooh, they're going to they're check me out. They're going to know what I'm doing bad. And it's the truth. Now, verse 21 in the Amplified, but he who practices truth, he gets into the word. He gets to know who he is in Christ. He can answer the devil when whatever the situation is for the situation. For every wrongdoer, wait a minute, but he who practices truth, who does what is right, he comes into the light so that his works may be plainly shown to be what they are. They're they're actually part of God. You're working with God. People are getting, I can tell, they're getting, anyway. Now let me tell you this, and I wish the other people were in here, to be honest with you. The other two, because this is for our church. And this was um, uh, Stephanie and, okay, there's one. Okay, okay. Now, when Pastor Nancy was in Iowa, she uh, started talking about Dr. Lester Sumrall. You know, some of you know Dr. Lester Sumrall. Okay, he was part of the United States, and God sent him to the Philippines. And he was there for six months. And, and all of a sudden, now you know, there was an appeal made over the radio by the mayor of, they call him the mayor, he's like a governor, uh, to help a girl that was in prison. And she was a prostitute, but she had been really poor and left in the streets by her, her parents died or somebody, nobody took care of her. When she grew up, the only thing she could do to eat was to be a prostitute. Okay, but she became possessed by devils who literally bit her and who she got into witchcraft and she started to put curses and they put her in jail, but she literally put curses on on the guards and they died. They would fall over and die. (laughs) So they were saying... They were talking to all the born-again pastors in the Philippines, and they were begging, the mayor was begging one of them to come for her to get, yeah, whatever they were, the priests, the, all the, 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 everybody. Okay, so, but there were many born-again pastors who lived there longer than Dr. Summerall, and he says, well, they know the place, they know the people, let them do it. And God said to him, this is what he said, now, I'm, I'm talking to you and me. I don't have anyone else who knows how to talk to the devil. That's huge. Do you know how to talk to the devil to get rid of him? Do you know how to talk to the devil to get rid of him? 
He said they were born again and they didn't know how to talk to the devil because they didn't know enough of this that it is written. What is written in it for the situation? That's huge. See, and I said, I put on here, how to talk to the devil? Yeah, we're supposed to talk to the devil when tormenting, negative, wrong thoughts come to harass us or, or someone else, and we're supposed to know how to answer with the specific word of God. Do we know? Is that us? Do we know how to answer the devil? When we've, now, I'm just telling you, God gave me all this this morning. Let's get writing and writing. Do we know how to answer the devil when we feel bad or depressed or sick or hurt or in pain or offended because of words spoken to us or in unforgiveness? Or are we worried and fearful because of a bad health report or our children or being in trouble or not enough finances? Do we know enough of the word of God like Jesus when he was tempted and tested and tried by the devil in the desert? Can we say out loud to the devil, it is written for the opposition harassing us at the time and when? You get out of here. See, fill yourself up. I used to get in the Bible before I'd go to school a lot. God said to Dr. Summerall, I don't have anyone else that knows how to do this in this whole island. We were born again to reproduce more born-again people. We have to be healed first and go from glory to glory. But I mean healed in every way. Mind, children, marriage, I'm talking everything, prosperity. Are, well, here, okay. Are we at a higher level of glory than we were a year ago? You guys said that before. When we have a renewed mind, we know how to answer the opposition in our life, and God can use us. And it will increase your usefulness to God. To get on with the story, that girl was set free by Dr. Sumrall because he kept answering it. She said, I'm going to put a curse on you. He said, you can't. I got a covenant with God. The blood of Jesus covers me. See, nobody else knew that. Do you know that? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, the blood surrounds me. You can't touch me, devil. I got a covenant with him. There's, look, look at my spirit. There's a blood cut there. <laughs> That's what you got to tell him. See, the mayor was so grateful, he allowed Dr. Summerall to use a huge city park for six weeks. And over 100,000 people were born again. He let him use it free, and he closed it off, and a revival broke out in the Philippines. See, just think, because one man knew how to answer the devil. Think, our lives can change because we know how to answer. And I put, think, when we know, <laughs> when we know, think what we can do to help others, how we can answer things. That's huge, 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 I put we know how to answer the problem or the opposition. And a huge part of our Christian life is knowing how to speak out loud and answer depression, answer bad news, answer a diagnosis, answer the hurt, answer the offense, answer the strife, answer the unforgiveness, 
Answer the lack of, of finances or whatever. Answer the health problem. And also, now this is huge too, what he was the praise and worship. Learning to praise and worship God from your heart and not your head. To be real with God, not religious, and sing out of habit or just memorization and think, oh, gee, that lady has a nice dress on. Gosh, oh, gee, she's getting fatter. Uh, <laughs> I just... <laughs> Our skin here. <laughs> Gee, your hair's getting greater. <laughs> no, but it's, it's a heart issue, though. It's not a mind issue. And that revelation knowledge comes from your spirit, from your heart. And when it's revelation to you, it'll start to work. It, it's tattooed. You know, revelation knowledge gets tattooed on your heart. And the, devil, and the devil does know the difference. And see, then it flows out of your mouth in the authority that God gave you when he ascended up into heaven. Luke 10, 19, he said, Behold, and this wasn't said just to disciples. It was said to all of us. Behold, I give you power. I give you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the ability of the enemy. Nothing shall by any means harm you. How about Matthew 16, 19? I give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatsoever you bind on earth. Devil, I bind you. I bind that spirit of fear. Maybe you felt fear. Don't worry about feeling it. Kenneth Hagin was shaking all over. He thought he was going to get paralyzed. He said, devil, look at my spirit. There's no fear in my spirit. And it worked. He fled just like that. See, he gave us the keys. Whatever I bind on this earth is whatever is not in heaven. If it's bad, you can bind it. Because he gave you the keys. And, and whatever you loose is already what's not in heaven. But you loose, you loose, I mean, what's in heaven. You loose the good things of heaven. Loose Loose, you know, prosperity, loose peace, joy. loose healing, joy, whatever. So we are the redeemed, redeemed ones who were bought with Jesus' blood to bring us out of this chaos and this turmoil, although we're living right in the midst of it. Ha. So we, we have to undo what the devil has done because God turned his authority over to us. He gave us an anointing. You got it. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he has anointed me. You got it because you're born again. He gave you in a burden removing, yoke destroying, anointing to undo with authority all the works the devil tries to deceive us with. Mark 1, 22, they were astonished and flabbergasted, it says, at his doctrine, at Jesus' doctrine. And it was, I know, he told them, the Bible says it, he told them, <laughs> okay, this is how I put it. He, he told them, he taught them as one with authority and not as the scribes or people with degrees who are not born again but did this it is not coming 
from the heart. It's coming from the head. Intellectual. There's no anointing on that. Okay. Because, okay, who had degrees, but the, they really didn't even know for sure because they were coming, if they were coming from the word of God and the depth of its application in real life, they came from their mind knowledge and not revelation from the spirit or heart. And you're going to get that. It's religion and it's a religious spirit. And the lady I was talking to, she said, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> I got that far with her. <laughs> so we're his children. He's our father, and we're supposed to act just like our daddy on this earth. And we have to get this to be a gold brick. <laughs> you have to stir yourself up. And it becomes joy and fun to see the results. And it's very humbling because you open yourself up to him and allow the Holy Spirit to use you. But it's more humbling. You know it's not you, so you don't even become prideful. You are just super abundantly grateful and thankful for what he has done for you and that he would use you and work through you. What an honor, what a privilege it is that he would even use us. And so, and now this also uh, was um, John 17. Jesus, I'm going to end on this now. Yay. No, John 17, this is long. John 17, Jesus was praying for us. He prayed for us before he left the earth. And he was teaching his disciples. See, now, okay. When Jesus spoke these things, he amplified. He lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify and exalt and honor and magnify your son so that your son may glorify and extol and honor and magnify you. But see, that's us. That's what we're supposed to do on the earth. And not always being a problem. Just as you have granted your son power and authority over all flesh so that he may give eternal life to all whom you have given him. I'm going to skip some words. And this is eternal life. I'm going to skip the parentheses. You, the only true and real God, and likewise to know him as the Christ, the anointed one whom you have sent. You've got to know him. Know him like you know a husband and a wife. Seriously. You've got to know, but it's got to be one with him. Married to him. One spirit with him. I have glorified. He's talking to his father. I've glorified you down on the earth by completing the work you gave me to do. And see, we're to take it over. And we're to do that also. Glorify him. And now, Father, glorify me along with yourself and restore to me the majesty and honor I had before the world existed up in heaven. I have manifested your name. I have revealed your very self to the people whom you have given me out of the world. They were yours, and you gave them to me, 
And they obeyed and kept your word. Well, you know what? They didn't even all do it. He's talking about the disciples. But see how merciful he is? Now he sees you through his blood. And you're, you're holy in front of him. He looks at you holy. Gosh, woo, there's my kids. <laughs> now at last they know and understand all that you have given me belongs to you and is really and truly yours. For the uttered words that you gave me, I have given them. And they received them and accepted them. Are you accepting his word? To believe with absolute assurance that I came from your presence, they believed me. And they're convinced you did say, send me. I am praying for them. I'm not praying or requesting for the world, but for those you have given me, for they belong to you. All things that are mine are yours, us too. And all things that are yours belong to me. That's covenant. That's what the tribes used to do. And then they would cut. They would cut veins, rub them together, Pour some in a glass of wine and drink it. Blood. But, but they did. The mafia did that too. And then they would pour ashes in the wound so it would scar so they could see that they belonged to them. We got that in our spirit. Devil, look at that. Look at that. There's a blood there. Ha <laughs> ha. The blood of Jesus is there. All things that are mine are yours, and all things that are yours belong to me. God made a covenant. Everything he has belongs to us. And every crummy thing we have belongs to him. You know what I mean? Okay. I am glorified in and through them. They have done me honor, and in them my glory is achieved. Okay, so there's more. You should read the whole thing, really. Uh, Verse, actually that verse 8 said, I only, really I should have read it out of King James. Verse 8. For I have given unto them the words which you gave me. And they have received them and known surely that I came out from thee and believed that thou didst send me. Well, what I got, I only hear what my father says and did what he saw his father doing. Okay, but he said, I have given them my words. In other words, we can get to the point where we only say his words and answer the negative things with the word of God. Now, Kenneth Copeland says we're going to get to the point. See, you, everybody thinks they're going to be raptured. you got to get to a higher, higher glory. Well, I find faith when I come. That's huge. That's like, you could really get into that. Um, Kenneth Copeland says we're going to get to that point where you only, you do the same thing Jesus did. You only say the words that he tells you to say and only do what he tells you to do. So you're going to hear him. The words were given and the anointing follows the anointing follows the revelation of the word of God. And when we receive and know with revelation, nothing is off limits to you. Nothing. Healings, casting demons out, miracles, raising people from the dead, getting the lame to walk, 
joy, peace, prosperity, and victory. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> See, that's the way you got to get that stuff. That's what they do in Marietta. <laughs> in other words, heaven on earth, no matter what. And we, when we act out those words in the word and say those words and do those words, because that's what he said when he was getting ready to leave earth. Now, I know I've been getting long, and I can see you're looking around. I mean, people are starting to lose it. Just, I'm almost done. Okay, so... If God the Father's words directed his thoughts, Jesus' thoughts, and his actions, and he gave us his words, you need to treasure them. The words, treasure the word. The word they're words of power, they're words of authority out of your mouth with revelation will get results and you will live heaven on earth. And then you need to teach it to others. And that's how we win, we win. <laughs> you see, multiply yourself. See, not with emotion and sorrow and bad feelings and anger and words that the God said out loud, but with revelation of his word and explosive power. And it'll bring results against darkness and evil and failure on the earth. Because he, he gave us these words. But we have a responsibility to use them and to get into them, but you, to even meditate on them to get revelationized by speaking them and being doers of the words. It's, it's no use knowing. You can be, I, I don't care if you can quote the whole cotton picking Bible. It's not cotton picking Bible. But, but it doesn't do any good unless you do what it says. It's not with memorization or even affection toward them or the ability to repeat them and confess them, but doing them to produce effects and results when everybody around you is perishing so you can help them. And bearing fruit that's miraculous and life abundantly. Like 23, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'm going to fear no evil. We're walking through it. That's on the earth. It's horrible out there. But hey, you know, Psalm 91. I don't even know what verse it is. Uh, a thousand will fall at my side. No, a thousand at my side. That has to be the left hand. And 10,000 at my right hand. But it won't come near me. A bomb just exploded. Didn't even phase me. That's what happened. So why? We can help ourselves and we can help other people. And live heaven on earth. Uh -huh. And teach and show other people. So, are you going to get ready? I mean, don't you don't have to get this tomorrow. Obviously, I'm teaching it and I ain't got it yet. <laughs> I mean, I'm not doing all this. But you know what? That's what God gave me. Wasn't I, Ken? I was just like, I said, oh, hi. Good morning, Ken. Shh, shh, shh. Let me write. I'm writing. I'm writing. I'm writing. I'm writing. I'm writing. <laughs> He was, I'm getting away. <laughs> okay. See, are you going to get ready? Treasure his words. Worship from the heart. Don't be a fake. And just have joy, joy, joy. <laughs> joy, 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 joy. Amen. I'm done. Okay, now we're going to take the tithes and offerings. So, <laughs> the ushers want to pass out? <laughs>
Oh, let's see. Do I have to make any announcements? Let's see announcements. Oh, the announcements are on here. Was somebody going to make them? There was some here. Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay, Bible study is canceled tomorrow. You get a day off. <laughs> and it's canceled next week, too. Please silence your phone so I can preach. No, I'm just kidding. It actually says celebrate luncheon after church today. No, this must have been from Sunday. Okay. Turn around and bless someone as the pastor gives us the word of God. No. Well, that's Holy Ghost laughter. <laughs> I'm glad you had a good time. <laughs> they did. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. We'll have Sonia pray. No, we'll have Erica pray. No. <laughs> we'll have Christina pray. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, all of a sudden I'm getting that script. Let them ever shout for joy. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> wow, she screamed. No. <laughs> and be glad that favor God's righteous cause. Do we favor God's righteous cause? He wants people, you to help other people, but get yourself all good. Let them shout for joy and favor his righteous cause. Let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified who takes pleasure in me having a lot of money <laughs> in my prosperity. <laughs> he takes pleasure when you're prosperous in your body, in your mind, with your husband, with your marriage, with your family, with your children with your money, with everything. He takes pleasure in that. Just because he's your father, like you take pleasure in your kids. And just remember, my God supplies all of my needs. Don't, I'll just say that. With, but it's according to his riches in the glory. Is your glory down here? Is it here? Is it here? Is it getting higher? When it's glory to glory, it's... It's you're going higher. Do you see what I mean? He supplies all my needs of Christmas glowing by Christ Jesus. It means more than that. Because it's like heavenly glory when you get to that point. And I know that I'm not there. But, but that's what he gave me. And I know that we're supposed to try to get there. And that's why all the prophecies, too. There's even more than that. And I know there's somewhere. So you can come and receive it. You can sing a song if you can. Is oh. Oh, good. Okay, so we got a, a CD. Report. Will you believe? We shall believe the report of the Lord. Whose report? 
loved it but they were rather shocked one of them said wow that's really something because i would dance through the whole thing <laughs> then were my days <laughs> and, but they liked it <laughs> but that's right in the bible that where is it at isaiah 53:1. whose report did i believe you got cancer of the breast whose report that's the first thing that came to my mind <laughs> I shall believe the report of you got to make this real. But see, if you're dead and dull to kind of some of the stuff that I said, you got to stir yourself up. I know that because I've been, I've been there and I've been in the other place. And I can get there even now if I don't keep myself full and I don't put God first place. Because, and usually it's because I'm too busy and that's not good. That's a Martha. It's not a Mary. I just have to follow Mary. Mary. Oh. Mary Oh, Mary. Mary, Mary. She's no longer contrary. You are. Yeah, you are contrary to the devil. Way to go. Oh. Tony needs to be spanked. <laughs> I'll let Corbin spank him. That guy. He was. Coffeeville, Kansas. That's where, uh, what's his name is from? Well, you're dismissed. He was something else. You're just. <laughs> I don't know if he's alive. She's drunk. Well, I need better take her home. <laughs>